You're listening to the Confidence Podcast, your favorite coaching podcast oozing with motivation, inspiration, and confidence to help you boldly take action on your dreams. I'm your host, Trish Blackwell, internationally recognized confidence coach, best-selling author, and founder of the College of Confidence, the most encouraging place on the internet. I teach go-getters in life how to take their thoughts captive, how to step out of the shadows of self-doubt, and how to courageously step into their purpose with confidence. It's time to pump our confidence muscles and train our thoughts, y'all. Let's get started. Hey guys, it's Trish Blackwell, and you're listening to the Confidence Podcast. This is episode 547. We're talking today about self-talk that can change your life because I'm giving you the inside look to the self-talk that changed my life. Tomorrow's my birthday. Tomorrow's my big four zero. And I got to tell you, I am happier, more vibrant, more alive, more fulfilled, just more me now than I ever have been before. But it's not by accident. It's by intention. It's through the work I've done in the last 15 years of personal growth, of coaching, of really truly self-talk, starting with my self-talk. And if you know my story, I want to remind you that I wasn't always a powerful self-talker. In fact, I was a pretty, pretty powerful negative self-talker. I had a lot of positive self-talk, a lot of positive belief, and then I derailed myself with discouragement. I thought that the timing was wrong in my life. I thought I had wasted my opportunities in life. And I got down on myself. I got down on my future. I got down about what life could be. And I lost hope. There was a season in my life where I lost hope completely. And if you are anywhere at all numb today or discouraged or feeling like it's too late or you're too small or you're not capable, I need you to be stirred today. I want this episode to stir the potential within you because the way we talk to ourselves can have, can be the game changing decision and deciding factor over the life you're going to have. Our thoughts create our emotions. Our emotions create our actions and the actions we take in the world create the results we want with our life. We create through thought. And so the thoughts that you're thinking about things, yeah, those are important, but the thoughts you think about yourself, the thoughts and the talk that you have with yourself, that's the stuff that transforms. That's the power. The way you talk to yourself changes your life because negative self-talk can lead to feelings of anxiety, self-doubt, depression, but positive self-talk boosts your confidence, your resilience, your overall well-being. And I'm going to share with you how to improve your self-talk today. My gift to you, my birthday. Well, I do actually hang tight. I've got a great birthday gift for you. You're going to hear about it in just a moment. But my other birthday gift, perhaps the more meaningful one, is that whatever your current state of self-talk is, doesn't have to change. Does It doesn't have to stay. Whatever the thoughts are that you've thought about yourself, they're not, they don't have to be the permanent ones. You can change how you talk anytime. You can change how you talk anytime time and it will change your life. Let's go to our review of the week. This is from BDWall23. Wow, just wow. Trish, I'm finally writing a review. I've shared your posts and commented numerous times on Instagram, but that's not enough. I had to come tell you and all your listeners how important you are to me. I started listening to you in December of 2022 after deciding to give self-help, self-care podcasts another try. I have to admit it, I wasn't ready to receive the advice I was being given. I thought I had it all figured out. The title of the podcast, the calming sound of your voice and real life experiences that you share have continuously given me life. In such a short time, I'm already a different person. Sometimes I'll listen to your podcast and immediately replay it just to make sure I heard every word because your words are truly valuable. I have shared your podcast with my clients and they are coming into training sessions, literally repeating what they've heard you say. Thank you for being you. Continue being you. I wish you all the success in the world and I look forward to continue to grow with your podcast in my life, my friend. Oh, oh. Those words gave me power. Those words gave me so much, so much joy. Thank you for taking the time to write that review. 
And I'm so glad that you are listening to the show, putting it into application and sharing it with the clients and you have in your life. And that the boom, those words are boomeranging back to you. You guys, if there's anything that gives a testament to the power of words, this is it. I can still attribute my life changing. I, I, I described that numbness in my life, that little bit of defeat, I guess, sort of a resignation. I had this state of resignation to believe, I guess this is it. I guess this is as big as I can dream. And I can remember going to a conference where I heard my mentor, Todd Durkin, speak. And I was in the back of the room and I heard him say, you can be a world changer. His one sentence. Now, I then got mentored by him and invested in coaching with him and, and had my life changed by him. But that one sentence changed me. One sentence can change your life. One sentence can stir your soul. And please don't ever shortchange the value of your words to others. The gift of being an encourager in the world around you is massively needed. Discouragement is at endemic level. Depression, anxiety, sweeping the world. We have, we're at almost 8 billion people in this world. It's a lot of hurting people. A lot of hurting people that need a very alive, very confident, very courageous, very brave you. It is your time to rise. And this is not just, I'm not saying this because I'm about to change decades. I'm about to turn 40. I'm saying this because I need you to wake up. I need you to stir. I need you to be brave. I need you to be the fullest version of you. Not a watered down, play it safe. I guess I'll, I'll cut my goals in half. Just the big you. Your dreams are there for a reason. It's time to pursue them. It's time to go after them. It's time to take them seriously. And so with on that note, I want to just, before we dive into coaching today, I want to pivot just and remind you that Stop Caring Month is still happening in the College of Confidence. We have some extraordinary live workshops happening. And next month, we the entire month is being dedicated to creating an extraordinary life. Both are happening at collegeofconfidence.com. But even better than all of that, it wouldn't be a birthday without giving gifts, right? Well, this is a gift for you. Even though it's my birthday, I have, don't need anything. I have more than what I need. It's weird when you get to that point where you're like, I don't, I don't want anything. I just want you to experience coaching. Coaching so dramatically changed my life. I just want you to dip your toe in the water. So if you've never tried the College of Confidence out before, I want you to come and see what all the fuss is about. And here's the gift part for free. Starting today until May 21st, you can get the next 14 days of coaching with me for absolutely $0. That's free. This is only if you've never given us a try before. You go to trishblackwell.com slash 40th. That's 40th 40th to get started. This does expire. So my birthday is tomorrow, May 17th best day of the year. And then on the 21st, this expires. You've got five days, but actually if you count today, if you're listening live, when this gets released, you get a bonus day to get yourself in these 14 days. And there's, you know, to register, just a little side note. I want only, I want you to, to, to actually do it. I don't want you to sign up and then forget about it. That's why we have you. When you register, you will have to enter a credit card. You will not, I repeat, be charged a penny. But if you, I want you to get engaged. I want you to log in because I need, if you only want the 14 free days, that's totally fine. That's what I'm here for. That's why I'm giving it to you. But if you only want 14 free days and you don't want to get charged on day 15, you do have to go in and cancel. But that's why I'm having you do it because I want you to log in. I want you to come and use the content. We have over six years of wealth of content and tools and workshops and, 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 and workbooks for you. And it's not like we just throw you in there. My team and I customize your experience. We personalize your experience. We support you. You tell me what your goal is. I'm going to tell you exactly what to watch, where to start. I'm going to make sure you're on the next live with me. This is actual real coaching. And it's free. There are no strings attached. Go to trishblackwell.com forward slash 40th, 40th to get started. And speaking of turning 40, I think 20 years ago, I would have thought, I don't know, 40. I am delighted and humbled and grateful to be 40. So much so that if this is how I feel at 40, I seriously can't wait till I turn 60. Now, you might be saying, what are you giving yourself for your birthday? Part of my birthday present is I'm giving myself the gift of being in Paris for a month. 
So I decided to do this 10 years ago on my 30th birthday. And on my 30th birthday, I had been about five years into thought work and into really learning how to reignite and recommit my life. Um, I recommitted my life to the Lord. I, I really leaned into coaching and the power of my thoughts and, and rewiring my brain and showing up as the fullest, most vibrant version that it could be and exploring what my calling was. And, and so mm. back then, so when I turned 30, I remember thinking, oof. I'm going to do every big, I made a decision. I, I made a decision that I wasn't sure how to follow through on, but I said, I know there's power in decision and there's power in doing. And when I decide and I do, I can make magical things happen. And it started that I said, okay, for my 30th, we're going big. And at that time I was dating and engaged to, Bear, to Brandon. And I said, look, I'm throwing this out here, but I think we need to do this big. I'm turning 30 and we're getting married. Let's just do big things every decade like this, like really big epic things, not just like, oh, we're going to go to a really cool city for a week, you know, and it was my family and I get to do some very cool things. Last year, we went to Rome for a week and Crete for a week and Vail for a week. I mean, Disney for a week. Cool. I mean, like, I mean, more of like, like, oh, they went where kind of thing. And so Brandon, the minute Brandon said, sure, I was like, this is, this is my perfect partner. God is so good. So. Instead of a traditional wedding, Brandon and I got married in Bora Bora. And it was a couple days after his birthday and after my birthday. So we, we kind of lumped this, like my 30th and our wedding is all in the same lump. And that means our 10th anniversary and my 40th birthday is all in the lump. 10 years from now, I'll be turning 50, but we'll, have, we'll be about to have our 20th anniversary. Um, it's a lot of celebration at one time. And we truly had a fairy tale wedding. I remember walking over the overwater bungalow walkways and this was pre-wedding and post-wedding. Like I, I remember being in my wedding dress and all my like, you know, white bikini and doing all this fun stuff with him, but dreaming and walking in a place I never thought I would set feet, my foot, a place like Bora Bora. And then setting plans with Brandon that every big birthday, my 40th, my 50th, my 60th, my 70th, my 80th, 90th, that my 100th, that we would do an epic travel adventure and one that was meaningful to us. And here I am 10 years later, literally right now over the next, now we don't leave for about two weeks, but literally right now packing on my birthday for a month in Paris with my family and children because I spent the last 10 years working my business so that it's location independent. I'm not just one. I love what I do. I would do this for free. I am doing literally right. Now. What are you you're not? This is free. <laughs> I do what I do for free. So I'm going to be continuing. You will not miss a podcast episode. My college of confidence is are going to get more support while I'm abroad than they even get when I'm at home. Okay. So, so we leave in just a few weeks and Honestly, the why Paris, why that, why is that meaningful to me right now? Because Paris is where I fell in love with my life. You might have heard on last week's episode, Confidence Immersion, where about my friend Melissa and I, when I was 20, it was my first time in Paris. And Paris is where I fell in love with my life and my potential. I was there for, I was first there for a month when I was 20. It was where there where I had my first sip of wine ever. Because yes, I was that girl. I'm a I am a rule follower. I, it was not legal to drink in the United States and therefore I did not drink. But when I went to France and I was under 21, well there I was over the drinking age. So there I had my first sip of wine ever. It was there actually years later where Brandon proposed to me. He proposed to me in Paris in the Jardin de Luxembourg, which is one of my favorite places there. And so when I started this intentional thought work and thinking about what I think about and self-talk and learning how to talk to myself better about five years before I met Brandon at age 25, my world exploded. It shifted me from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. And so that is why I'm coming back. I'm pinching myself and I wanted to share all this, this, this kind of dialogue of the, uh, this cool travel, not because like good for her. I want to remind you that I came from very blue collar, very, very much not knowing, very much going, I don't, I don't know how to make money. I don't know how to have a business, but I knew I had dreams and I knew I had decisions and I knew I was, I wanted to stretch out and travel the world and explore and that I got growth from doing that and that I could become a person who did that and that I could, I heard about location independence and I thought, okay, well, why not me? And so I started just deciding on visions and then doing the work with resent, relentless resilience and continuing to grow, I was doubling down on being willing to fail, being willing to push, being willing to keep renewing my belief in what I wanted to create with my life. 
I just wanted to give you that context to go, here I am, 10 years later, where 10 years ago I was walking on a board overwater bungalow saying, hey, when I turn 40, which felt like it was like, it felt like 100 years away. I, I literally remember like 40. When I turn 40, let's do something cool. And here I am doing something that's cool for me. Your words have power. Your decisions about what you want for the future have power. If you keep saying, no, I for real decided that. I'm going to do it. If you'd asked me 10 years ago, how are you going to work that out? Hmm? How are you going to have a job that pays you to do that? Hmm? How are you going to be able to take your kids with you? Hmm? Like, guess what? Like, it didn't matter. I didn't need to know the how. You don't need to know the how. You just need to start deciding. What is it that I want with my life? What do I want to create with my life? What do I want to do with my life? And it all starts with the initial thoughts. And that's why we're, t- we're spending this episode, my birthday episode, to talk about self-talk. Because self-talk can and will change your life. So it's really important that I start this concept, though, telling you that I was not aware of the concept of self-talk. I thought that just the way I thought was the way I thought. Now, that said, I was a highly competitive athlete. And so we had, I had a baseline understanding that what you say about yourself when you compete or what you say to yourself matters. But I only thought it was kind of when it, like at practice, during a meet, when in competition. But it's not just when it quote unquote matters that you really need to master it. We master it for when it matters by practicing it on a consistent daily basis over and over and over. So thoughts that I had were just my default thoughts. And honestly, because I had a lot of uh, competition anxiety and I was getting distracted and I had a lot of coaches saying, Trish, you're wasting your potential. Please stop overthinking. I I had the support of Division I athletics. And what they said was, we just need you to figure out how to think better while you compete. And I just didn't get the resources. And so I thought, wow, if the professionals can't even help me, if I'm out training the way I'm competing and I'm putting pressure on myself and they're just saying to stop putting pressure on myself and I can't talk myself out of it, then I must be really bad at thinking. That was my takeaway. And I thought to myself, well, I guess I'll just try to be a positive person. And so that's where I wanted to start this narrative. There is a difference between being a powerful thinker and a positive thinker. I want to invite you to be both, but I don't want you to limit yourself with positivity. I thought "Mm, the best I can be is positive, but a positive was sort of this loose optimism that wasn't really certain. Well, powerful thinking is saying 10 years before you're going to do something that you're going to do it. You're not sure how, but you're going to make it happen. That's a powerful thinker. That's a confident thinker. That's powerful and confident self-talk with the baseline of positive self-talk. So 20-year-old me thoughts, thoughts that I thought as a 20-year-old when I thought about my goals or my life or my journey or the things I was struggling with at the time, which was really trying to understand myself, know what I wanted in life, trying to be comfortable with my skin. I physically was really, really fit, but had a lot of mindset drama and body dysmorphia about it. I was, I was, I'd be really, really fit and disciplined. And then I'd self-sabotage and beat myself up. I was in a really unhealthy cycle. And even when it was getting better, I still didn't trust myself. So thoughts that I had, the self-talk that was pretty cyclical for me was, I need to figure this out I, or I need. It's, it was anything that started with, I need to figure this out. I need to do better. I need to be better. I need to know my next steps. I need to uh, quickly learn this and master it. I need that. So that is a first trigger of a little red flag of probably not the most powerful self-talk. Also, I hope this works. I hope this works. I hope this guy treats me right. I hope that this is a good path to take. I had a lot of uncertainty and self-questioning in that. So I need and I hope. I also used self-talk that started like this. I gotta get better at it. I gotta do better. Dang it, I gotta, I I just gotta, I should. Do Do you feel the striving and the internal pressure I was thinking I was self-motivating. Okay, I hope this works. I got to figure this out. I can go get it. But you see the real self-talk that was happening was this was this underlying current of you're not really doing enough. You should be doing better. A self-critical thought wrapped in a slightly prettier bow. 
I also thought to myself, I need to look impressive. I need to look impressive. I need to impress people. I need to stand out. I got to look the part. I can't, I can't let myself be vulnerable or I can't fail or handle getting beat or other people being better than me or ahead of me. I also, I also had this thought of oh, what if this doesn't work or I'm worried that I might not be good enough. Like what if I'm not good enough? And if you're ever, if you're in that place of self-thought, I just want to invite you to switch and go decide today that you can just decide that you are good enough. I also, as a 20 year old thought to myself, I think I can have a pretty good life. Okay. Now let's shift. Now, when I moved, when I first went to France for the first time, when I was 20 on a study abroad program, uh, it changed my life as I've already mentioned. And then when I went back for you, if you don't know this part of my story, after I graduated college and all of my friends were going to grad school or med school or law school, I got a job in France. And if you've read my book, um, Insecurity Detox, you'll, you'll have read the chapter where one of the pivotal turning points in my life was uh, I got hired by the French government to teach English in the public French school system. And that was it. I just knew what town I was going to. There were, I had a job. I knew what date the job was going to start. I had a contact person for said job, but that was it. And my job was to buy myself a plane ticket, come to France with all of my belongings, move there. I had to get a visa, of course and find a place to live. And this was pre, well, cell phones were just emerging. And this was still in the, the land of like, you had access to the internet, but you had to go to internet cafes to pay for, you know, 15 minutes at a time. And so I remember a turning point in my life was showing up in France, not knowing anyone, being at a train station at this new town, Berlieux, in Southwest France and going, well, here I go. I guess my first thing, what I knew I needed to figure out was, okay, I need to go find a cell phone store. And then I need to find a place to sleep tonight. And then I need to figure out how to contact this person who I'm working for next, starting next week. And then, right, like that was it. I started there. And that, you know, my the fact that my mom allowed me that opportunity is so amazing. I think if we had known how unknown a lot of it was, maybe she wouldn't have, but um, she, I just love that. And her and my parents supporting that, adventurous spirit in me. And that second time in France, post postgraduate living there made me just really changed me. It's what I wrote my first book about. And what my big takeaway after a year of teaching there was one, wow, I need to write a book. Um, two, my other thought that changed my life was I'm not going to always struggle with food. And also just the idea, I, I remember passing days sitting at cafes watching people and going wow these they live different they carry themselves differently there's such I, I realized then that I wasn't going to struggle my whole life I didn't have to be in battle with my body in battle with myself that I I just thought I had this aha moment where I said to myself it's going to be possible for me to love myself didn't I didn't believe how or it yet but I knew it was possible. So even if your self-talk doesn't feel powerful, we can bridge the gap between positive self-talk and powerful self-talk by saying it's possible that I'm going to love my body and love food. It's possible that, or even I'm on my way to writing a book. Not I want to, one day I will, but I'm on my way to writing a book. I also, that what awakened me in there was the belief in this, this self-talk that it's not too late to dream. There are different ways to think and live that I have seen. My other big pivotal life-changing thought was maybe I can have a more beautiful life. While I was in France, one of the phrases that, that captivated me, it's what I have actually got it custom. I got it custom painted onto my, my triathlon carbon fiber bike. And I also got it uh, tattooed on me. Um, joie de vivre, joy of living, the joy of living the, I got invited into a different perspective and it changed my thought about what my future would be. Cause remember in my twenties early before France, it was like, I guess I can have an okay life. Once I was in France, I said to myself, I will have a beautiful life. And so maybe that's your takeaway from today's episode. You have the ability to say with confidence that you are creating a beautiful life. 
that your future is bigger than your past. Now let's fast forward 10 years. Let's fast forward 15 years and then layer on great mentorship and great coaching and some really brave things I've done in my life and, with my, and, and in my business and in my own healing and in my own therapy work. And now the thoughts, the self-talk thoughts that are changing my life now are thoughts that you will see a big difference between the 30-year-old me and the 20-year-old me. Here are my current, just a couple that I wrote out. I have purpose and I'm walking in it. Another one, I love growing and, new, and all the new insight to growth and my growth capacity that I can lean into. And instead of I need to look impress, impressive, I just want my life to make an impression. I also like this one. I'm creating an extraordinary life in every way. I am proud of every failure and setback because it represents my grit and resilience. I am on my way. I am a walking representation of joy and love. I am capable of anything I fix my mind on. I am friends with myself. I am my own cheerleader. I am bold. I am linguistically brave. I have a disciplined mind. I am a powerful thinker. It's a big difference. I am creating an epic life. I am a world changer and difference maker. My friends, <clears throat> the language you speak to yourself, the things you say about yourself, the I am statements or the ideas about what your future are, the language you speak to yourself and the, your self-talk reflects the standard of the vision you have for your future. And for those of you of faith, coming from a faith background, your internal commitment to self-talk reflects your faith in the vision of the life that you believe God has called you to live and the extent to which you steward well that which he entrusted to you. This isn't just fluff and I want to go manifest and do these amazing things because this is deeper spiritual, true faith, walking it out and living out your God-given purpose stuff. And you have the power to change the language now. Your self-talk creates the path that you will walk on. And the path can be smooth or it can be rocky. And I would just propose to you and invite you into the concept that the more you say and learn you master the language of, of better self-talk of a of a of a more positive and powerful and faith-filled bold internal language the smoother that path will be and how do you get anything smooth well from repetition from 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 re repeating it over and over and over and over and back in the gosh it was probably five years ago I picked up uh, figure skating just for fun because my kids were in in skate classes and I have always wanted to know how to do some cool things on the ice and you know I'm gonna you're in here my my language for it, twirls and things like that right and so I I got intermediately advanced with some private instruction and um, what was really interesting to me about the, the, the sport of figure skating or ice skating in general is that you can start and you can be taught a simple basic skill of what blade edge is, where the blade edge needs to go and what direction and what kind of quarter turn that you're doing in order to do a pretty cool uh, move. And you can practice it and understand the mechanics of it, but it to be very, very clunky. I mean, clunky, ugly, like you're kind of like a, like you feel like you're like a Clydesdale horse out on the ice, not this smooth, beautiful figure skater that you're supposed to be. But when I would be given and taught a new skill from my coach, and then I would go back and for an hour repeat it. And I, what I am really good is about is being coachable. I've always been very coachable and coachable as an athlete. I'm coachable as a, as a human. And I love being coached and I would receive that. And when I'm, when a coach says, please do this for a thousand repetitions, I say, yes, ma'am, right? I just know that that's what it takes. And so I would go and just do an hour of the same thing. A little boring, but a little beautiful, a little meditative and, and, and transformative. And something would go from clunky to smooth with enough repetition. And then before you know it, 
you master a skill. And this is why people, when they, because I was willing to do the work of repeating, I've had since had people say to me when I'm at the skate rink with my kids, it's not like, oh, everybody says this, but every now and then, every now and then there's a throwaway comment of, oh, you must've been a figure skater growing up. And the answer is no, I picked up the sport when I was 35. But as a 35 year old, I was willing to spend an hour doing one thing over and over and over. And that advanced me a little bit more than the average potentially 35 year old, right? And my point is, it's the same thing. This is how we become, that's how we smooth the path. The more you practice more positive self-talk, the more you, you, you expect of yourself and you require of yourself and take ownership of your self-talk and, 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 and disallow sloppy thinking, which means doing your reframes, doing your journaling, having a coach, the smoother your path to the life of your dreams will be. And the life of your dreams, yeah, maybe it looks like it's a month in Paris. Maybe it's traveling the world with your family. Maybe it's being absolutely debt-free. Maybe it's starting your own charity. Or maybe nothing circumstantially changes, but you just feel better, happier, more joyful, more connected to the people in your life. And your life that you experience to change no circumstances is just epically better. Because when you change your thoughts, everything about your life will change, even if the, the actual factual circumstances of your life don't change. Now, what 20-year-old me didn't know? I didn't know that I was beautiful. I didn't know that my mind was so powerful. I didn't know that God was going to use my passion for words to change my life and direct my career or serve others or that my words would speak to people in a way that they've not heard said things said before, that I have a, I have a particular gifting for phrasing and, and emphasis that helps you settle something into your soul that needed to shift. I didn't know that. I didn't know. I, at 20, I thought I was a wash up. I didn't know that God's, I, I knew, yeah, God's timing's perfect, <clears throat> but I didn't believe it. I didn't know that God's timing truly is perfect. I didn't know that France would be so formative or that my failures would be so formative. I didn't know that, that emotions didn't have to be feared. I didn't actually know that I, that I didn't have an, an eating problem or a self image or an anxiety problem. I had an under feeling problem. And that I also didn't know I could be myself or even who that self was. Now, what I know as a 40-year-old, 40-year-old me knows is that curiosity and compassion can transform your life. I know that, I now know that one sentence can bring absolute healing. I also now know that God's unfailing love is absolutely trustworthy. That I know that failures are formative and they represent my grit. I know that I can master my mindset. And yes, there will be seasons ahead of me that will challenge me on that. But I know for a fact that I am well able to fix my thoughts. I also now know that my thoughts create my results. I know that I can be victorious in all that I do because it starts with the decision that I am a victor. I know that I already have all that I need and I will never want. I shall not want that I am, that we can live out the 23rd Psalm. I now know that my future is greater than my past, that the best is yet to come. I know that I am loved. I know that I am beautiful. And I know now that I don't need to compare or compete with anyone else. And all of those things that I know, the shift of what I know to what I didn't know came because of the self-talk that shifted. And now let's just pause for a moment. This show is sponsored today by BetterHelp. I just want to remind you that it's easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs to from you and to never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself, especially at this time of year. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Uh, therapy was transformative for me to bridge the gap between this 25 and 30-year-old self that I'm referring to and the 40-year-old me now. I cannot praise and support therapy enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do to get started is fill out a brief questionnaire. And you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash confidence pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help help.com slash confidence pod. Okay. So back to the coaching. When you decide 
that you're going to shift your self-talk. You're essentially making the decision, I'm going to have a more powerful mind and I'm going to learn how to master my mind. Because if I don't master my mind, my mind will master me. I am the director of my thoughts. And to become a better director, I simply need to practice. And we start by asking ourselves, what language do you want to speak? And if you currently were to be having coffee with me and I said, so what is your internal language? What is the current self-talk? If I, if I had to call it a language, what would it be? If we're talking in terms of actual language, right? I could say, do you speak French? Do you speak Italian? Do you speak Spanish? And you would say, yes, no, I speak this. This is, you know, I grew up speaking this. Now let's talk about what mental language you want to speak and what are you currently speaking? Because the mental language I used to speak was one of an uncertainty. The ones I suggest that you lean into, and I want to invite you to put your own word to it, but do you want to speak the language of an overcomer, the language of a winner? the language of a leader, the language of a, of a possibility seer. Instead of seeing problems, do you want to see possibilities? Instead of dreaming with, with weakness and loose ideas, do you want to dream with decision and declare what you will do? Do you want to speak to have the language of a declarer, of, of, of somebody who is proclaims and leads? I, I, do you want a language of an action taker? Do you want to have the language of a believer? Have the language of a victor? Do you want to have a language of a child of God? And when you are mastering a language, especially an internal language, practice first with yourself. And then fix your mind on the language. Get obsessed with it and master it. And remind yourself when you're doing this, when you're really disciplining yourself and shifting from one language to another in your internal self-talk, because this is the thing. There's no, else, no accountability here unless you're actually coaching. If you're in the College of Confidence, there's accountability. If you're coaching with me, of course, there's accountability. But if you are, are working this on your own, the, the accountability comes from you. Most people aren't going to know if you're doing this work or not. And one of the things I, I want to encourage you to remind, to know that the disciplines you choose to dedicate yourself to are going to be exactly what differentiate the future of your life from the present that you are experiencing. So remind yourself when you decide what you want, what kind of brain you want to have, what kind of self-talk you want to have, what kind of thinker you want to be, what kind of life you want to live. That's going to take discipline. It's going to take a willingness to do things differently than perhaps you've ever done. And when you lean into these new habits, I would just, I would encourage you to find three to five little micro habits, little ways that you can become 1% more dialed into your thoughts, right? And, and, and if you think about this 1%, by the way, if there's 1,440 minutes in a day, 1% of the day is 14 minutes. To transform your life, it might just take 14 minutes a day. But you're going to have to do things that are uncomfortable, do things that are different. And when doing these things, I want you to remind yourself that you are different and you are becoming different. And so you will follow through on your habits in ways that are different than quote unquote most people. And the story that I want to tell you here is that when I went to watch um, this this week, I love my, my friend Melissa and I love Firefly Lane. We watch an episode, we text each other and I was, my husband was working out. He likes to work out at night. So we put, we could put the kids to bed. He goes to the gym and twice a week I have this hour of TV to myself and it's so delightful. And so I was watching an episode of Firefly Lane and of course they lead you on this suspenseful, amazing like cliffhanger to get you to watch the next episode. And I came super close. I'm always close to going, oh, but I also know that I'm massively disciplined in my nighttime routine and my last 30 minutes, last 90 minutes of my night. And it's structured. And for many years, I struggled with my nighttime routine. And I, and I floundered in areas of my personal life and in my professional life because of that. 
So I know the importance of my discipline in this area to become the person and to stand in congruence with the self-talk that I have about the who I am and the life I am creating. And so when I am activating a habit of discipline that's keeping myself talk and my mind sharp, I fix my mind on my priorities that I have, which my priorities at night are to surpass my eight hour sleep goal daily and to read for 45 minutes per night for, for pleasure, for growth, for connection with the Lord, for, for wisdom and mastery of words and peace of mind at night. I want to be different. And so I do things that other people are unknowingly unwilling to do because I, I actually started this when this happened this week and I started watching the next episode. I realized most people would just keep continuing and I pride myself on not allowing myself to do what most people would do. And I invite you into that space too. And it takes discipline, but you got to know what you're disciplining yourself for because the payoff is massive. The payoff is the disciplines I've activated in my life, in my mental wellness and in the guarding of my thoughts and the reframing of my brain and the prioritization of reading good things and continuing to, to lean into a growth mindset have made the transformation, my ability to stay in this very powerful place of self-talk that has changed my life. And these disciplines, I didn't do these disciplines before, which is why my self-talk would sometimes be good and sometimes be bad and sometimes be good and sometimes be bad. Because if you want to make changes in your life, but you haven't done them yet, you're deluding yourself. You don't actually want to change. You know, I've been there. I was there for years in a couple of areas of my life. You're just thinking about it. You're thinking about the change. Now here's where the magic happens. When you decide you actually want something, you start being willing to do whatever it takes. And friends, it's time to shift from thinking about actually wanting and committing and then from wanting and committing to being willing to do what is required of you for the change you want. This is how we change our lives. And, and as we lean into this concept of mastering a new internal language, I want to, there was a clip that um, my amazing COC student, Arnisha, sent me. She pulled an old video that I had called the language of an overcomer. And as I read the script here, I was referring back to what it takes to master a language through language immersion. And what I love about languages is that language is alive. You, there are always new words in, even in your native language, there are always new words to, to learn, to use, to employ new colloquialisms, when you, you new catchphrases, it's vibrant and it's exciting. If you love words and you love language, it's exciting because the more you continue to be in it, the more you continue to learn it, the more you, you get to play with words. And it is the same if you choose whatever language you want to master in your self-talk the language of a leader, the language of a leader, the language of an achiever, the language of an overcomer. So stay in it, stay immersed in it, stay open and curious and excited because it's no different than the language, mastering a language that is spoken in the, in the giving yourself life in the language of positive thinking, the language of powerful thinking, the language of achievement, the language of believing in yourself. It's fun and exciting, and it's an opportunity for you to play with words. I really believe the more you play with words, the more powerful your words become. You know, one of the things we do in the College of Confidence is we work together as a community on reframes and on affirmations and, and power phrases. We do these all week, every week. And often my feedback from my students and my members is, Trish, like, why? I love how you phrase it. And, my aunt, and, and, and sometimes they use that against themselves and get discouraged that theirs don't sound as eloquent or as succinct. And sometimes they're inspired. And I want to invite you to be inspired because the only reason that my words have become more powerful and that my phrasing of things can sink deeply is because I've spent time playing with words. I've spent thousands of days with my pen and a journal just a couple minutes at a time saying, okay, how can I phrase this in a way that I can use to empower myself talk today? What do I need to hear that I can tell myself today? And I promise you, the more you do that, the more powerful your words will become. I need to reemphasize what I told you at the beginning about myself. I was a kid 
who's the sports psychologist said, in no words or less, we can't help you. I was a kid who every athletic coach I ever said, said, you're an Olympic level, you're world-class level, you should be pro at this sport, this sport, and this sport. And they kept saying, ah, you just overthink, stop thinking. We, somebody's got to help your brain. Nobody could help me. <clears throat> I was also a kid who didn't have a lot of confidence in my storytelling, who went to speech therapy in elementary school, who had a lot of reasons not to think that I would be a person who's sitting in front of a microphone today because I have powerful words. And I say that because if I can have powerful words, I feel like I'm the least likely person to have those. You can too. Here are some power thoughts to close out for today. And then we'll do our listener of the week. And again, I want to invite you. I really hope you take me up. Come spend two weeks with me. Come coach with me. Come see what the difference is of, of what we do in the College of Confidence to take this. And you might be thinking, I'm already busy, Trish. <clears throat> we have a private podcast where everything streams. We have a forum where when you're in line, you can send me a question. We are actually created for the busy person. And you'd be amazed at how easy it is to integrate just 14 minutes a day of your life, 14 minutes every, every other day into getting coached and how that will change your life and change your self-talk. So here are a couple of power thoughts I just want to leave you with. I'm going to pause after I say them so that you can say it. Say it in your mind. Say it out loud. Let's go. I have a powerful mind. I have a disciplined mind. I have a beautiful mind. I have a beautiful mind. I want to pause right there. You know, I fell in love with my husband, one, because he's very handsome, very handsome. I is six foot two, six foot three, strong, dark, handsome. Love that. <clears throat> but I really fell in love with his mind. He was the first person I said, I loved the way he thought. I loved the way he'd be interested and he would remember in his storytelling. And I was in love with his mind. And being able to tell him, you have a beautiful mind, was the first time I actually then asked myself, my gosh, I wonder if I have a beautiful mind. I wonder if I want to say that about myself. And I leaned into it. I invite you to do the same. I am linguistically brave. Now, you might be like, Trish, I have no interest in language. But I need you to be linguistically brave because I need you to believe that you can change the language you're currently speaking internally to yourself and make a better language, a more effective, a more powerful language. I'm living and writing an extraordinary story with my life. That one's longer. I'm going to say it again. I'm living and writing an extraordinary story with my life. I take massive ownership of my thoughts. And then one more long one for you before we close out. And it's long, so I'll read it twice. Everything that has led me here was part of what I needed. I have all that I need right now to move forward with confidence to where I want to go. Everything that has led me here was part of what I needed. I have all that I need right now to move forward with confidence to where I want to go. Okay, guys, let's look close out with our listener of the episode. It's Amy Lovell. My goodness, this girl is in the COC and wowzer. Well, that's how she starts this, this comment out. She says, wowza. I've been suffering in my corporate job for years, but the last nine months have been awful. It's tough, thankless, and underpaid that takes all of my sanity away. And happiness with the help of the COC, I've decided to leave. Time for a reset year. I give my 30 day work notice yesterday, and I'll give my apartment notice on Saturday. I'm going to pack my life up, put it in a van, head home to the family for the summer, and then spend the winter traveling. And then she continues on another post another day. Um, 
I made the choice to move back so I can pursue my passions, the things that make me happy. So here I am in the middle of my four-day drive from Florida to Massachusetts, sitting in a cafe in Charleston, absolutely high on life. I'm literally just sitting here drinking coffee and walking around the city, and I couldn't be happier. I'm so glad I've found the confidence to pick me and put me first. I have Trish and the COC to thank for that. Amy, you have you to thank for that. I'm so proud of you for the work you're doing and for your willingness to say, I'm going to live a life that sets my heart afire. I'm going to live a life that tells a story. Really much go to, hey, everything that's led me here is what I needed. And now I have everything I need to go move forward in confidence to where I want to go. And I don't have to know exactly where I want to go, but I know I'm going to figure it out along the way. You are living and breathing somebody who has massive self-trust. You trust yourself, you trust your resources, and you know you're pursuing your passions and you'll be able to activate them. And it's going to take courage and it's going to take some failure. And you're, But you're designing and deciding on the life you want for yourself and not settling for anything less. And because I know, and I'm coaching you in the COC, I know that you are doing the work to reframe your thoughts, to double down on your language, to be somebody whose self-talk is powerful. And you are obviously doing it. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. I'm shouting you out here and I'm just, girl, the best is yet to come. 100% the best is yet to come. Guys, your best is yet to come. Come experience coaching with us in the College of Confidence. Again, it's free. You only have five days to sign up for this. It's a, it's a one and done. As George Blackwell, my amazing father says, if you snooze, you lose. So don't lose out on this. Come coach with me for free. This ends May 30, May 21st, 2023. Go to trishblackwell.com forward slash 40th. And if you want to send me some birthday love, I am somebody who loves some birthday love. My Instagram is Trish underscore Blackwell. My Facebook is Trish Blackwell Coaching. Come send me the love tomorrow, May 17th. I'm excited for what is ahead. The best is yet to come. Go out there today. Go be more of who God created you to be. Be you. Be free. If you loved today's episode of the Confidence Podcast, I invite you to check out the College of Confidence at collegeofconfidence.com. The COC is where your next step is. In the COC, we cultivate confidence, create courage, and spark change. It takes everything we do here on the podcast to the next level. And our members get crazy, life-changing results. I'm so confident that you will find that the COC is the most encouraging place on the internet and that it will so wildly exceed your expectations that it comes with a money-back guarantee. Hey, joining is completely risk-free. You owe it to your future self to take your growth to the next level by coaching with me in the COC. Join me today at collegeofconfidence.com.